So what you saying? Money. Get out my business. Okay. How you doing, guys, ladies? Welcome back to the Identity Booth. We are your host. Uh, that's Hero. I'm Eric, and we have an amazing show for you today. As you guys know, this is Saturday, July twenty fourth. Man, it is the Saturday Money Shot, the Money Show. We come on here and talk to you about what we're looking at in the markets. I'm on the futures and commodity side. Hero is on the stocks and uh, REITs and the dividends. And we, the two of us, I think, have a, a pretty good uh, strategy. Um, we definitely want to make sure that we inform and give you guys as much information to make fine, sound financial decisions and at least just put something on your brain, on your radar to be paying attention to. So today, what we're going to be talking about is, again, the real estate market. Now, I know if you've been watching any length of time, you know that I've been talking about this for like a month now. There is a serious shift in millennial and zennial people to go away from purchasing a single family home because the cost and the maintenance are becoming um, larger than they're willing to pay. Mm -hmm. With the cost of living and inflation rising faster than uh, salaries, essentially, it's becoming more and more difficult for home ownership to be attainable by the average American. Secondly, the amount of people actually linking up long-term relationships, pooling their money and resources, going in on a house, again, that's shrinking as well. And so that left a wide open lane for greedy people to capitalize on what's going on. So there are several companies. You can go back and watch some of our other videos. We go into it. But there is an official list of about 15 cities that are actively building thousands of single family homes. They expect over 12,000 single family homes to be built this year. And that's going to increase drastically. I'm here in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas is number five on the list with over 500 single family homes being built this year. Houston is number two with over 1,000 single family homes being built. And these again are for rentals. Um, if you if you want, you can Google and find the list. I, I live here in Texas and so that's important to me to know. Um, but this is a, a, a huge phenomenon. Uh, and over the last uh, 18 months, We've seen an influx of over $10 billion pumped into this niche market. And you guys got to understand, 2008, we had subprime lending. Mm -hmm. That dog won't hunt anymore. So what (laughs) do these greedy venture capitalists have to do now? They have to continue to get uh, into into real estate. And here is the scary thing for those of you who are not paying attention. Why would a venture capital firm get into, spend hundreds of million dollars in real estate it's they're doing the same things the banks are doing but this is the the legal way they can do it they can't give their cash to the federal reserve in exchange for something they don't want to put it into the stock market because again that's not tangible so what are they doing the oldest tried and true asset class that everybody has access to is real estate And so what do I do? I take my excess cash because I don't know how much is going to be worth tomorrow and I'll purchase real estate and then I'll get passive income forever. So long as I keep the keep the house. And this is how I get my get my money into something that I can't I can't really lose. And this is and this is becoming a huge problem. So 
there are here in Dallas, there's some businesses. There's one business, Max Barbecue. It's been around for 66 years, bro. I read Damn. the article, dude. It was 66 years and crazy, bro. So the dude, um, his father started the business in 55. And this guy um, ended up passing the business to his son now. His son ended up going to Texas A&M, getting an architecture degree, um, got out of college, couldn't find a job. And this is in 1982. Do you see, we have these same cycles. This dude spent mm -hmm. all this money on college only to come back and run the barbecue uh, restaurant that his father did. And he's been running it his entire adult life. He just said he's ready for a break. This guy said after the pandemic restrictions went into place the following day, he went from making $2,000 a day to that next day making 58 bucks. He said he's never been able to get back even close to that so he tried to sell his business nobody would buy it so he just decided to lease out the out the property and now he's gonna go and do all the things he wanted to do as a young man out of college mm. so silver lining there but not so much a silver lining for another barbecue place here in the city called lakewood smokehouse now i used to live around the corner from there they used to be one of my go-to spots to go watch the game to go get some queso some wings some smoked turkey some chopped beef and now they're gone after five years the owner said their cost to do business went up 20 to 50% after the pandemic. And the, the money has never been there. There's so many places that are going out of business because the cost to do business has gone up. They can't get staff to come in and work because the people are making more money at the house. They can't get people to spend money that they don't have on the food and they can only mark it up so high without turning people away. So what do you do? You're in a rock and a hard place. They've just out and out to say, hey, man, listen, we love the community, but we have to bow out. And so after seeing that, I was asking myself question, some questions here, and I want to ask you, if you were in this situation, mm -hmm. where would your mind be? Like, you've you saved up your money, you had this vision, you've created this thing. And so I know it's a gamut of emotions, but where would your, what would, what would, what do you feel like your headspace would be, and what message you have for those who are watching us about the times that we're living in i'm gonna say this and i have to be as what i'm about to say is the equivalent of ripping the band-aid off first big fish eat little fish that's just the way it goes yep but now the softer side adapt adaptation and growth and development are the fundamental cornerstones of human evolution from a biological standpoint, so therefore it must exist in our financials, our 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 data days, our analyticals, our everything. It has to be part of it, right? You can't just mm -hmm. sit here and assume that you're good enough to come up and roll up on these big boy companies. Like this this mom and pa shop for how great their food is, they're not beating McDonald's. I'm sorry. No, they're not. I'm sorry. They're not. And that's not a fault of yours. But I'm looking at this mom and pop shop. Do they understand the importance of IT support, financial literacy, so they could get on those cash apps? Because there were certain companies, there's, and this is the crazy part, there are certain companies who did upgrade in real time and say, okay, we're going to go into this Grubhub and all this other stuff. And now that they can open up their stores, they're not because it's financially disadvantaged for them. They can upcharge and get bonuses from people on their on their write out calls and then not have to pay staff, insurance, 
or insurance on the housing because there's no one in the building. There's just so many fees and expenses that they don't have to worry about. So they're just staying closed and they're doing delivery only. I went to two sushi spots. Um, as you guys know, I'm a connoisseur of sushi, so I travel around. Uh, but I went to two sushi shops here in the new city I'm living, and one of them was actually closed, and I was so baffled because it said it was open, and it's takeout only. We don't have any restrictions on uh, being open right now in the state I'm in. So it was really baffling me to do it, and then I thought about it. It's, 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 a, it's a way of life, right? It's a way of mm-hmm. life. I, I feel for these people, but I more feel for them because they didn't get on the wave. Like me and Eric constantly talk about how our podcast, our channel would have been massive if we had just gotten out of our fucking way. Like if we had just been like suck it up and been like, all right, we'll we'll do this stream thing. Because I look on Twitch all the time. I don't see too many people dual screen uh, streaming with their partner and have a setup where no matter where the hell we are in the world, we can always go live. As long as as long as I'm in, at least one of us is by a desktop, we can always go live. Like, it's crazy that, like, me and Eric had to push ourselves to innovate. And I, me and Eric can attest, it's difficult. It's difficult to just suck it up and be like, okay, cool, we're going to do this. And this is how it has to be done. But when you don't innovate, you propagate to degrade. And, I mean, idle hands do the devil's work. And just looking at the picture that's on the screen. Are these two old folks? Like my guy, like my guy's not even having has a digital watch on. It speaks to the times that they're in. It speaks to how they choose to live. I don't condemn condemn them for that, but it's hard for me to sit here as a person giving you advice on how to make proper decisions in the market and uh, decisions in investment to look at them and have empathy. I mean, have sympathy. I mean, you can have empathy, but you can't have sympathy for this because people will eat that alive and take your money. This story was designed to help bolster their market. If they do get a bolster, it won't last because they're not prepared to properly innovate. It sucks to say this. They're closing. They're closing. So it's over (laughs) with. It's over with. Yeah, they already leased the space to a Mexican restaurant. That's a done deal. And it sucks, but I mean... That's man, I hate to say, it, but like this is use this as a teaching moment, if anything. Mm-hmm. You have to be nimble, is what Hero's trying to get across to you. You have to be financially nimble. Live below your means. Think about the things that you absolutely have to have to be able to conduct your business and live your life and support your family. And those things that can be done away with, do away with them. Man, we talk about this. (laughs) We talk about living below your means. Me and Hero both got new jobs. Both both of us got like a 25% raise. And you know what we did? We changed nothing about our life. In fact, we decreased our bills. (laughs) We decreased our bills. Why? Because we see what's coming. We see what's coming. And I mean, you guys are going to see in a minute why we're that way. And if we save more money, we can invest more money. The only way to be free, truly free, is to be able to control where you live at without interference from creditors and to control what what you drive. And by control, I mean own, Mm. you know. Here and I will tell you, we don't believe 
we don't believe in not having titles. We have the titles to our cars. We have the titles to where we live. That's very important to us. And everybody looked at us, well, Hero, your car is 10 years old, 12 years old. Why don't you, why don't you go get a new car? Why? My car works. If it breaks, I fix it. I'll keep it. I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off me. Same thing. Eric, man, you got raised. But I want you to go ahead and get your truck. Nah, new new money is not an excuse to get new toys. It's not. It's not an excuse. Money, money what they say, money is, is an amazing slave, but a terrible master. And if you don't have mastery over your money, you will be a slave to it forever. And it does not care about your feelings. It, it, it has no empathy. It will not forgive you. You have to rule over it. And you just got to know, hey, listen, make, I, I need to think about this. I need to find something to, to, to take this money and put it into so they can make me more dollars. And that's really what we, what unfortunately these, these, these couples, uh, this, excuse me, this older couple and then the other barbecue establishment, it just, decent business model, good product, just the adaptability wasn't there. Could you have found a smaller space? Could you have, if you own the space, could you have rented that out to a restaurant that could have afforded it and then you moved to a smaller space and maintained your business? Maybe you didn't have a sit-in restaurant. Maybe it was a food truck. Maybe it was a smaller space where it was walk-up and take-out. Yeah, I mean, you, there's there's things. You got you to gotta think about it. You got to adapt and be and be better than the market. And if you want to be better than the market, you're on the right channel because we 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 do this for real. So anyway, mm. man, that's all I got to say. Well, then you guys know where to find us. This is the Identity Booth. We are always going to be out here holding it down for y'all. Um, hey, the link tree is in the comment section right now. Please check it out because that's the easiest yeah. way to find us and find everything that's going on about us. We could be found on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. It's a gambit of things. We implore you to come engage with us on whatever platform you guys are on. Because one day me and Eric are going to come to terms and realize that we need to innovate. And things that are holding us back in the social media platform verse, we're going to probably have to leave it behind. So support the things yep. that you're truly interested in and let us know like where you guys want to see us next and how you guys want to support us. But for all those other things, like, share, subscribe. It's easy, easy way to help us. Papa Bezos went to space. Big Daddy came back, and he gave us some money for that. So if you have a Twitch profile, which you should have as long as you have a Gmail account and you have an Amazon account, Prime particular, join yeah. those two together like Captain Planet and save our world by donating a little <laughs> bit of money to us. It's free to you, important to us. Uh, Anchor, who is a great platform, also is paying Shut us. Um, they pay us pennies on the dime. But we have over, I think we're up to 4,000 listens on Anchor. And we only have 200, 300 videos on there. So it's pretty awesome to see that. Yeah. Definitely want yeah. to set off of that, but for everything in between time in the meantime, you guys take care. Eric, last words, man. Put on your mask. The Delta variant is a real thing. <laughs> it's not fake news. I, I swear. It's not. I'm a healthcare professional. I got scrubs on to prove it. Can you see my scrubs? Oh, I got Seems like every night, don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is like, slow it down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes, the vibes.